Well, hello everyone. My name is Kenya. That's K-E-N-I-A because I am important. Last name Brown. The name of the company is True Pro and we happen to be your one and only appliance repair company in Palm Beach County, Florida that is 100% female owned and operated. Awesome. Well, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, it's Kellen. And today, I mean, I'm at home, always at home, but I'm not in the office. I'm not outside. And that's because I want to make too much noise. But my guest today, I know we're going to cut up. We're going to have a good time. Cheers to Miss Kenya Brown of True Pro for coming by, stopping by. It's nice to be the boss, to pause everything and get to cut up. Kenya. When I met you, you are like no other person in the chamber. You are free to be you. You are, you're going to say what you're going to say. But were you always like this? Were you always an entrepreneur? Oh boy. Um, so was I always like this? I would say that it's inertly in me. Um, if you ever meet my parents, you'd be like, oh, okay, you're, you're okay. Then we understand what happened to you. Um, but no, um, after leaving from Jamaica, I did have a very quiet, shy period in high school, at least so I think I'm sure my classmates don't really believe that. Um, business ownership wise, I believe so. Cause as a child, my only mission was to become rich. And I kind of had a feeling I wasn't going to be doing it under the powers of somebody else telling me what to do. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so is it, it comes from the family where there are entrepreneurs in the family, mom, oh, dad, yeah, grandma. Sure. Grandfather had a um, bar in Jamaica. Um, I had an uncle with the bar, had um, a uncle who also um, was in the transportation business. He had a couple public transportation buses Aunt who was a vendor. Yeah. So I would say yes. Okay. There's been quite a lot of them in the family. So that impact on seeing people making their own, it probably got you as a kid. Got me with the not working the nine to five everyday situation. Now, bear in mind, as a business owner, you still end up working maybe more than the nine to five. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the flexibility to pause and hang out with you, priceless. Price. I have to call somebody to ask, can I go hang out with Kellen today? <laughs> <laughs> and how long have you been doing True Pro? True Pro actually started in 2013. It actually started as a carpet cleaning business with a friend of mine. And over the years, and we had a transition. Um, the appliance portion of it started in 2015. Okay. Okay. Now to get started, did was it already set like franchise and you bought no, it? No, absolutely not. So check out the logo. It was a lot of deep thought that was given, that was done. And I will give shout out to the person who did it, the one who started the business, Vivian Carnegie. Um, But no, the end goal um, was if at any point we wanted to be a chain or a franchise or so forth, that it would be impactful. Okay. So is that still in the plan? Yes, definitely. Okay. And you saw no my, question about that, right? You saw quick. my book or the book, uh, one of my books. I have many. Down Built, there, to sell. Built to Sell. Built to Sell. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, as a consultant, I'm nosy. I read everything I can get my hands on that especially talks about business so I can implement it and put it in and make, you know, two pennies. Um, with the creating your own from fresh, from start, did you have any capital money? Did you have Absolutely any? not. No. No, none whatsoever. No rich sponsors, VC, angels, none of that. Had zero, zero. And that was it. It was a mission. It was a goal. It was literally the initial intent was from each dollar that we earn, a certain portion would go back to marketing, you know, pay the bills and so forth. And actually, I believe that has helped us tremendously. 
because when you fall into a down pit, you don't have to worry about, oh my God, how am I going to do that? You're like, oh, been there, done that, didn't have any money, let's just continue. So I think that helped tremendously. Okay. And how many, uh, the team, how big was it? Oh, the team at its large, well, at one point we were also doing event cleaning. So if I take that out, because at that point you're about 20, 30 people, but um, we consistently would be probably, I uh, think about seven consistently um, between office manager, myself, and the other workers. Okay, how many did you start with? Not one. Just one. <laughs> Vivian, the one who started. Just, just, <laughs> just, 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 just him. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Man, in the growth. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. I love to hear that, that story. What do you think separates you from, I'm sure you saw other people who are in the business and they're no longer here, whether it be the pandemic or just bad business practice. What separated True Pro. What separated True Pro is my my passion and drive actually comes from the employees. Once you have that um, knowledge that you're responsible for the livelihood of the others, you will get up and do what you need to do. Um, business can't be all just about you and the profit margin that you're going to be making. Because at the end of the day, I am dedicated to changing our melanin brothers and sisters lives. Mm, you got the mama factor. I do. Yeah. That's probably part of the problem. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> now, now do you have children yes i do two boys do they work in the business they have no choice okay i love it oh that's, <laughs> that's the that's the immigrant now, but, way yes but i you know they do work for other people because you do need to understand the difference between working with the family business versus working with others so mm -hmm. yeah i have a 22 and an 18 okay two boys okay and y'all boys better appreciate what your mother has put together because <laughs> I saw my grandmother with her businesses, but I only saw her like with her daycare business and okay. she's still alive. But the difference of being in the daycare, even if you hung out for a little bit and your grandmother owns it versus having to go to another daycare, the treatment is going to be different. different you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so funny story about the younger son. Um, what is it? About September 2020, he actually got his first outside job was working at Panera Bread. First night was, first two nights were training. Mm -hmm. Third night, he came home highly upset, like ticked off. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, can you believe it? I'm working. And then all of a sudden, my manager came over to me and she's like, you need to take a break. Well, I need a break for, I'm working. When I work with you, we all take a break. And I was like, oh, from the breaks. That's called child labor laws. <laughs> I own you, so you don't have to get a break. But in this case, take your break, kick your feet up. They're still paying you. So work ethics was apparently instilled in them, even mm -hmm. if I didn't want to. Yeah. Because he went to the people's job complaining. They told him to have a break. Man, that's a real Jamaican, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't go with the myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, new generation Jamaicans, we we're kicked back. No problem. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, it's okay to kick back and it's okay to give back too. I want to know, you know, through the, the time that you've had your business, what's the community give back that you're doing or that you like? So I did not get the opportunity to actually do the give back that I want. I actually um, contacted the AA Association to see about them using part of our office location. Um, they haven't contacted me yet. I'm waiting and I'm considering to do Meals on Wheels. The elderly has a whole big passion mm. on me. We have done um, volunteer, like we have done um, Thanksgiving um, down at St. Anne's downtown, mm -hmm. where we have served there. But yeah, 
So it's really the elderly that's my biggest concern. Okay. One day I'm going to get there, and also I didn't want anybody treating my grandparents, you know, horribly. And what it was it about the AA that hit you? Uh, unfortunately, there is a gentleman that sleeps out front of our office building. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know his full status because he doesn't seem approachable. Like I'll try, but he hasn't given off that vibe. And unfortunately, I have to be wary. It's early in the morning. Usually I'm the first one out there. And if anything happens to me, I won't be able to pinpoint exactly whom. Yeah. So, but I have an approach, but it's just kind of, I know when I see him, he has his beer cans. hmm and I figured maybe if there was a meeting there, maybe one day or one evening, okay, he okay. would actually come in. Okay, we're gonna have your sons go check him out just in a friendly uh, check. We gotta do a check. We can't wait. This Florida, we can't wait. Not to say I've worked with that community before. You know, not to say everyone's a problem or anything, right. but we at least gotta know who's around us. Right. I like to know. I know all my neighbors, like on each side. All right. That's Brazil. <laughs> that's uh, Peru. Next to them is India. And it just, and it just goes around. I know all my okay. neighbors. I mean, yeah. it's good. I mean. Yeah. The whole concept of it still takes a community to do everything. As much as we want to isolate ourselves and think that we're an island of our own, we still need everybody. Yes. And that's why I think, you know, we join chambers. I join many organizations Mm -hmm. that if I think I can put something into them. What was your reason for joining the South Florida Black Chamber? Oh, boy. Hey, Oliver. (laughs) Mr. Brown. (laughs) Uh, It literally was Oliver. If anyone has heard Oliver Brown from the DF um, text, yeah, his story alone and what he was actually trying to do with the Black Chamber made sense. I mean, historically over the years, we know we're supposed to come together. We know we're supposed to unite. We have the educational status and we know what to do. But for some weird reason, we still are lacking on certain pieces of it. So we'll all talk the game about, oh, we need to do this, we need to do this. And when it comes time to step up to do something, we disappear quickly. And we quickly speak about, oh, I thought you were going to do this. And if we're not there to actually do it, we cannot expect anybody else to do it for us. So part of the reason for being a part of the Black Chamber is that reason, Mm -hmm. to assist the goal and the mission of the Chamber. Okay. And you guys check out the South Florida Black Chamber. Google that, whether you are listening on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, our latest partner at AYV Radio in Freetown, Sierra Leone, or even those of you who watch on YouTube, kick up the YouTube numbers, share the game. This is real talk. This is not get rich talk. Kenya is telling you she started from scratch. Zero. You know, scratch. And then built up this business and wants to franchise it. Now, the point of franchising it, is it to just grow more Black businesses, our business period? Always first point, it would be to grow more Black businesses. Realistically, at the end of the day, to grow more businesses. Okay. Can't discriminate. No, you can't discriminate because money doesn't discriminate. But you know who does discriminate? Folks who are coming out of the jailhouse system can't find a job sometimes. Do you hire inmates? Can't find a job. Can't find well, can't Mm -hmm. find a job or have been told no so many times that they're like, I I don't even, you know, I'm tired of looking. People keep telling me no because I got a double edged double edged sword on that. Um, I'm a firm believer in what you did in the past, as Mm -hmm. long as you've learned from it, Mm -hmm. then we could move forward. Yes, I have hired um past inmates um and 
actually I don't really I'm not a huge concern of what you did in the past mm-hmm. my concern is what are you doing now okay um and the reason why I say it's double-edged unfortunately I do have governmental contracts so I will have to run background check mm-hmm. depending on your situation you can appeal it mm-hmm. with the background check and still pass other than that I can use you in other positions where you may not be going into a home you know okay. so forth but then you also have to remember if you're incarcerated for a period of time and don't decide to have that strong will to break out of institutionalization, mm. then that's all up onto you. And mm. I say that because some do come into an interview and you're just like, wow, you really thought that was the best way to present yourself today. Mm-hmm. Um, or they start the job and then you start to get a thousand different problems without any form of solutions to it. Mm. I mean, I can give you monologue stories. I get a text message that's like, your phone is just going blah, 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 because it's like 15 messages. And it's, you know, telling me about the car that broke down and all of these things. (laughs) But nowhere in there, you said, hey, if I take the bus to this location, can you pick me up? Like, if you're going to give the problems, throw in a solution so that the employer sees that you're at least willing to meet partway. Mm -hmm. Not send me 15 messages as if you want me now to say, hey, you want me to come pick you up? No, that's no initiative at all. Yeah, Yeah. I need you to preach that because- (laughs) Right, I mean, if you want the help, you're gonna have to come some kind of a way to get the help. And when you do get there, then do the work you need to without any problems. I digress. That that's such a deep thing because I have friends from the Ukraine to West Africa and business that we do in Africa. Period. And people will take a check, take a job, and then want you to do the job basically for them. Why not? Um, and complain. But in those complaints, there's a thing in America. In Charleston White, I don't know if you know who Charleston White. He's no, on but YouTube. you're gonna tell him about him. Yeah, you can YouTube him later. But he said the funniest thing. He says, "I didn't come to work. I came to sue." He's actually looking for an issue at the job. And that was a big well, issue. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I fortunately, knock on wood, have not had that person. But and then again, if the employee is coming to sue, mm-hmm. as long as the employer knows that or has an inclination of that, they can use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Because then you just call that quality control. Yeah. What can you do to improve the business to make sure he doesn't get to sue? Or if he does, he can't win. Yeah. So it's just motivation. Mm. Shouldn't be a problem. Now. I have to find Charles. <laughs> yeah, did he did he sue anybody? No, he's made like at least forty thousand. He said from his he'll say there's no um there's no um not Jake or HIPAA. I'm thinking medical terms, but there's no like break room. You know, in the break okay. room, even uh, at the house, I have to have things uh, in the house legally. Right. That if they come through and knock, if they can get through the gate, <laughs> and, and then the aggressive, you know, gate people, they knock. I have to have these things posted up to say this is minimum wage. Right. Even though I Correct. don't have any minimum wage workers because, on my, right. my team, but I have to at least have that posted in whatever the break room is. Okay. So, so we, in, in America, everything is litigious. It's of just course. like, can I sue.com? Yeah. Can I sue? I'm trying to sue. I'm trying I'm to get over. Sue. Yeah. I'm fit to, I'm fixing to all that good stuff. That word trips me out. The first time when I, we moved here when I was 12 mm. and the first person who said I'm fixing to what? So yeah, that's still a word that trips me out all the time. Well, or finna finna yeah well but but you know what going to patois some people say oh but i'm speaking pigeon or i'm speaking patois or i'm speaking you know creole so i'm talking like that i mean but then again yeah it's patois on its own is a very interesting dialect mm-hmm. um because even within the country of jamaica some of us have no clue what the other ones say <laughs> like what so but yeah i'm actually 
dabbled with a little picture and I have a friend who is from um, Lagos. Okay. Yes. Okay. How how similar do you find? Oh, the, not. Not at all. Not, because majority of the African, um, they were more from Ghana. Okay. Instead, so. But Ghana has really. its own pigeon. Yeah, but I haven't met the Ghanaian to teach me that. Picture. Oh, you haven't? Okay, no. a Ghanaian. I, I got actually, hold on. I got some connections. Marvin. If you see this, uh, Marvin's been on my Teach show. me some pigeon, because yeah. I am actually planning to go to Ghana next um next May. Okay, so you got to practice your tree, because that's what they speak there. Oh, yeah, yeah. now I went from pigeon to tree. Yeah, well, because tree is the, the language language. You know, the pigeon, right. pigeon changes. Filipinos okay. speak pigeon. Hawaiians hmm. speak pigeon. Okay. Pigeon is just a remix of a, you know, of a, of a language. Okay. Well, no so, problem. Yeah. Marvin, hit me up. Mar- Marvin's my guy. Rodney, if you're back from COVID, because Mar- Rodney had a bad case of COVID, I understand. Um, I got some Ghana people I can okay. connect you with, no you know, problem. whether they're Americans or mm-hmm. if they're from there. Now, in business, what's the most, for you, difficult part that's just not natural for you to do and that you have to do as an entrepreneur? Um, almost 10 years in on this particular business, even if it wasn't my thing, it has now become my thing. Um, I have to, my mother has been teaching 52 years and she's mm. still teaching. Wow. So God bless her. Yeah. God bless her. I did 10 years. Woo-hoo! I did maybe three months and I, and them kids, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I grabbed one like this with a hoodie. <laughs> um, statute of limitations. I can't discuss anything that happened there, but, <laughs> Woo. um, but no, truly as a teacher, mm-hmm. You have to first teach yourself in order to teach someone else. Mm. So there's been many tasks that I've had to take on. For instance, appliance repairs. I did not start an appliance repair business. It literally started me. Mm. Um, Like I said, we started as a carpet cleaning company. And when I took over in 2015, I met a gentleman who said, hey, you can make money doing appliance repairs. And I was like, look, my fairy godfather came because... um, as a service business in a seasonal state, yes, for the people who believe Florida is always sunny and bright, it is, <laughs> but it's still a seasonal state because majority of our residents are not here during the summertime. And because of that, your funds are not coming in as quickly as they should, but mm-hmm. your bills seem to just automatically happen no matter what. And I was like, oh, fairy godfather. He said, you don't even have to advertise for this. Ooh marketing budgets cut on that just simply sign up with the warranty company they'll send you all the jobs he'll do the work and i'll get my percentage yeah thank you fairy godfather so i did it and i said hey can you give me like one day out of the week so when we get these jobs i'll be like okay we'll just schedule for this day Mm -hmm. he's like no we're doing a partnership you know just let me know when the job is so i sat down with my office manager and i was like okay on the carpet cleaning we give a two-hour window so because of this, let's do a four-hour window. So if he has to do something, he can do it and still make it to the job in time. Late. Mm. I don't mean just simple late. If we said he'd be there between 8 to 12, yeah. 3 o'clock, you're still wondering where he is. So we spoke. Mm-hmm. He straightened up. Oh, jobs are rocking. We are rolling. All right. Things are going well. And then one day, MIA, can't find him at all period i was on my way out of town with my younger son uh, we made it a couple states up stopped at a friend and he called the following morning nonchalantly mm-hmm. gave me a very interesting story i listened and i said are you dead because mm. that would be the only reason you couldn't say to us 
what was happening that day. Needless to say, I continued my journey 1,900 miles away, held my event, slept for three hours, drove back to Florida, slept for three more hours, picked him up every day in Pompano. We did calls from Tequesta to Miami seven days a week. I would sleep three hours a day. Clearly, I figured something was going to kill me. Mm. Stress, driving off the road, whatever, it would have killed me at some point. So I said, now at this point, you have to remember, I am now in a contractual agreement with the warranty company. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to burn bridges. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Just say, hey, we can't do this anymore and just stop. What if in the future I want to do it? So I said, you know, start paying attention to what he does. Yeah. Oh, what's that little tool he uses every time he goes in and makes a little beepity beep sound? <laughs> oh, I found out the name. I YouTube it. I watched every YouTube video possible on it. I went over to Home Depot. I played the dumb blonde girl. Sorry, gentlemen, it may not work out for you, but yeah, play the dumb blonde girl. And he gave me all my tips and tricks. And I started to pay attention to which of the seven appliances seemed to be easiest. Mm. I chose the range and um, I said, okay, told my office manager, when we get a range job, we're not going to assign it to him. We'll just simply give it to me. Mm. And I would buy every part I could possibly purchase for it. And I would go there to do it. So I remember my very first job, most hilarious thing. You have to remember when he and I were going, customers would tell him the problem and go off in the house to wherever they have to do. So I get to my first job. It's a range, right front burner, not working. Oh, this should be easy because it's either going to be the burner or it's going to be the switch. So I pulled this, uh, pulled it out. Oh, matter of fact, the lady stood there. So she was like this right beside me, intimidation. Pulled it out, unplugged it, safety first people. I pulled the back, took my picture because you need to know where the wires went. I changed out the switch. Oh, no. I needed to test to make sure the switch was working properly. But now, because the customer is standing there, all knowledge went out of my head. Blank, mm. clean slate, don't know what to do. Yeah. But I recall that if you put the two leads together, it makes a beeping sound. Mm-hmm. So I did that and said, oh, that doesn't sound good. I changed out the switch, plugged it back in, turned. Burner still didn't come on. So remember, she started here. Yeah. Now she's up here. Okay, no problem. My switch is still new. Put it back, her old one. Went around to the front, lifted up, took out the bad burner, put my new burner in, do everything, plugged it in. Bam, it works with a problem. I didn't know that there was a special way to put the burner in. So now her pot would be like off kilter to the side. That's okay though. Uh-uh, because now this lady's like this. She's yeah. about to choke herself. Yeah. So I went out to the vehicle with the old and the new burner going, in heaven's name, did I do? What did I do right? Did I do wrong? Whatever. And I finally figured out that there's some numbers at the bottom that if you don't line it up that way, it doesn't work. Went back in, put it in, and I saved the day. She didn't get to choke herself. And it's just that feeling of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And then over time, we went you know, through the ranges, the dryers, and so forth until I was able to wean him out of my life. That is awesome. You you had me, and not to put you to work, but I actually, today, I won't say the business name because it was another business that you may even know. Mm-hmm. The guy was supposed to come here at 1030. Okay. When I call by maybe noon, I got a call. Hey, uh, I can't make it till four or five. Sorry, mm-hmm. brethren. Yeah, I'm giving Sorry, it away. I'm getting, I'm getting, yeah. I said, huh? 
But if you got a fill valve in your truck or car, uh-huh. I, I, I'm going to bother you. Cause, well. Because I have an agreement with my wife. On our first home that we bought, I thought I was going to make it to Bill Gates' home. I'm uh-huh. doing all type of stuff. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to touch this on the door. <laughs> on the door. <laughs> and so after that house, we made an agreement. Can you not fix anything? anything? Oh, and I mean oh. anything. Oh. Can you not mow the lawn? Because you want to so. try to bring robots and try to do, do this. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in the future. I'm just happy uh-huh. to be here in the present, uh-huh. but I'm living in the future. Ooh. So if you got to hang up a, a, so. a picture, can you have someone else do it? Uh-huh. Not you. Because you want to use the latest, oh whatever, whatever. Um, you know. And that's so okay. let me just shout out True Pro there. When you do schedule an appointment with True Pro, you mm-hmm. don't have those 1030. I'll be there at 4 o'clock issues first of all you're getting a text message going to confirm your appointment our appointments do not change Mm. then when the tech is on his way to you um within about 20 to 30 minutes you receive another text message letting you know that he's on his way now unfortunately fine folks i do not control dot i can't tell you what's going to happen on the roadway in addition to that sometimes we think the job might be relatively simple when you get to the home it's more complicated in that situation our office manager gives you a call and lets you know hey go on out just kind of stay close to home Mm -hmm. type situation so you're not trapped at home yes it is a three-hour window because again we cannot control traffic and the reason there's so prior to me having a service business Mm -hmm. i was that customer oh comcast said they'll be here between 8 and 12 why they can't just tell me a time i figured out the reason why Mm. you want your technician in your home to focus on you and your situation Mm -hmm. not feeling like they do have that rush Mm -hmm. that three-hour window gives us enough time to get to you Mm -hmm. traffic issues hopefully you know fhp has cleared the roadway by that time and they can still make it to you in a decent time so yes it's only three hours window and unfortunately, we do not work on the weekends because I'm big and huge on family values. Okay. I don't care if my technicians don't like their family, but yeah. you're going you're gonna to go home to them. And you guys, all appliances, so toilet. I uh, know that's not appliance, honey. So let me clarify appliances to you. Okay, it's in the appliance you. section in the store mm-hmm. and it's the laundry appliances. So you're washing your dryer and your major household kitchen appliances, refrigerator, um, over-the-range microwave, built-in wall oven, built-in microwave, cooktop, dishwasher, and your range. Am I missing some? I don't think I'm missing. Oh, and the exhausted. Okay. So, okay. So you ain't going to have no fill valve because no, you didn't give me one. Um, I, I so right now, I, mm-hmm. I like to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. And not only do I like to stay in my lane, but the share of the wealth. Mm-hmm. So I let my our customers know that we are from the tip of your plug on the appliance to the appliance. Okay. Electrical issues is for the electrician. Okay. Plumbing issues is for the plumber. Okay. Um, I've had people contact me. I've even had technicians like, oh, are we going to do a, um, air conditioning work? No time soon because everything they can do, mm-hmm. I can do also. Okay. And God knows I don't want to see no rats, no roaches, no rodents, no lizards, ah, or nothing. Hot addicts and gotcha. yeah. So appliance repair is pretty cool because mm-hmm. on AC work, you're normally getting there when the customer is hot. Mm-hmm. By the time you leave, there the customer is cool and you're still going to another hot house. In my case, eight what ninety percent of our appliances are in air conditioning. 
we're, we're the cool dudes. Let me ask a question. I'm, this is for a friend of mine who does a lot of import export, but a okay. lot of times when you go send something to Africa, people are going to like Goodwill or uh-huh. whatnot to get some old appliances. If somebody brings like 25 microwaves and says, hey, I need you to refurbish these microwaves. Is that something that's even worth it now that microwaves are like 25 <laughs> bucks in Walmart? It all depends on the microwave itself. And right now our biggest problem is getting parts. Okay. Um, there is, I can't put it out there, but there's a couple brands that not only do appliances, they're also in the telecommunications world. And they're pretty notorious for um, making parts obsolete. So your appliance may be only five years old, but mm-hmm. I can't get the part. Wow. You got to go to China. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a different trip when I go to China, come back with a whole barge. I got barge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, when, you know, 3D printing is a big thing now. My parts are usually mechanical. It's not like I'm just doing a knob. Okay. My parts actually have moving gears and things that they do and voltage going through it. But 3D printers think and say, they. I mean, they're even doing 24-hour 3D printing homes in Guatemala. So you want me to print you up a fill valve? Is that what you're trying to do? Whatever that that part may be. And then, you know, if you want more eyes. No, I'm good. Um, Oh, wait. So you want me to go get your fill valve is what you're saying? I want to know if you think, you know, 3D printing, metaverse, and all that is going to impact your Um, business. Will it impact my business? Um, 3D printing, probably not. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I said, each manufacturer have their own specifications to the mechanical parts that we are actually changing. Mm -hmm. Um, Metaverse, to a certain extent, um, I do see where the industry is going because majority of the appliances now are Wi-Fi enabled. Okay. So the manufacturer does have that little string that he can be like, okay, well, we don't even need the service company to actually diagnose anything, but just to put the part in that we say that's needed. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it'll just be a simple firmware update. I have no clue where they're going with it. Um, the beautiful thing about the appliance industry, though, same thing with the car industry. Um, my children's father, we had an um, auto repair shop in Bronx, New York, mm-hmm. and when that was being opened back in the 90s, somebody was like, I don't see the reason why you're opening a shop. All the cars are going to be this and be that. Well, it did take some time mm-hmm. for Tesla to even make it there. So I still believe we have a few good more years that will go definitely here in the U.S. And you always have to remember there's always third, quote unquote, third world countries that won't be able to be at that advanced level during that time. I'm a flexible girl who likes to travel. Okay. You want to move me somewhere else? Hey. Have you considered opening up a company in the metaverse and buying real estate? In the no, metaverse? not yet, because the metaverse confuses me right now. My okay. nephew has told me about it. My older son has told me about it, mm. but I have not had the time to dedicate my brain to it. I don't know what it is. You're in it. Something all like the when you say metaverse, uh-huh. all I remember is on Michael Jackson's hologram. Okay. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Now, could we be doing this from home in the comfort of my home? Maybe, and I'll probably be very happy, but I'm also a social butterfly. And I would not have been able to serve you cranberry juice if not, you know, and if you were there. And if I could, maybe DoorDash, but it would not have been the same thing of being able to, (laughs) you know. I still, and it's funny because I was at a meeting last night and supposedly LinkedIn did a um, survey that basically said um, people's skills for their job had to increase by a certain percentage over the last five years Mm -hmm. and will be increasing again. And 
eh. And I was just like, is it the skill that's increasing or they're just changing the wording mm. on their resume? Mm-hmm. You know, are you the janitor or are you the building maintenance expertise? Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I'm technology is no problem for me at all. Okay. Shout out to my son, Jamal Cole. He'll make sure that I know what to do. So how excited are you about automation in your business and how that has- I need to automate. I have not spent the time that I need to. There are certain aspects of it that could be finessed in regard to the automation of it. Um, But yeah, it's something that I'm open to. Okay, okay. So maybe I stopped watching Netflix so much then. Maybe I'll have time. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, (laughs) I'm glad you said it because- I know my downfalls. You know- I'm glad I'm glad that you said that because so many people think and you guys could watch Kevin Samuels okay, all yeah. day, every day, and then say, why am I not having a relationship? Because you keep watching TV. And there's nothing wrong with Kevin Samuels. He's a very nice guy off air. Um, got to do what you got to do to go mm-hmm. viral. But um, I, I just automation. It's like it's here. It's now. I didn't want to work hard for anybody else. I want to work hard for my clients, mm-hmm. but I don't want to work hard for anyone else. I want to travel with my clients. And I love when I can do that and say, hey, you know, like you, write a book. Put, you know, right. put some stuff together that lives even past you right. and inspires mm-hmm. a young girl from what, what part of Jamaica are you from? Have you been to Jamaica? Jamaica? I've been in the grill and Mobe. So only the two. Okay, you poor, you poor baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm just giving shout outs all through this whole Give thing. It. Shout outs to Brownstown, St. Anne. Now, you'll know the difference because no one from St. Anne, if you ask them, they'll say St. Anne, A-N-N. Mm-hmm. Anybody else will say St. Anne's with the S. Okay. It's St. Anne. It's the known as the Garden Parish. Mm-hmm. It's where majority of your tourism is happening. Okay. So after you get to the Montego Bay Airport and you make the left, you go to Trelawney and you get on over to St. Mm-hmm. Anne, life is beautiful. No tourists. I mean, Bob Marley was from there. Okay. Marcus was from there. We're full of culture matter of fact this um past easter weekend mm-hmm. there was a traffic gridlock for six hours mm. in saint anne okay everybody wants to be there. like if the country could have tipped over from excessive weight yeah. it was just flipped over that weekend because everybody is in saint anne we'll let me take you. let me ask you in saint anne mm-hmm. is there property that an american can say wow that's a deal and a steal no not a deal and a steal not anymore in st anne st anne is like prime real estate like being over on um the island okay okay everybody wants to let let me let me put it this way everybody want to be there (laughs) okay so no deals or steals do you feel as a jamaican that jamaicans still have control over the country no absolutely not uh country unfortunately has been sold out can we get it back maybe not um yeah corruption it's like most places even through the reparations no. talk no no, no. so no. and i'm not a real political type girl at all mm-hmm. there's just some silly things that have happened in the country that matter of fact i posted a video on my facebook page uh, i think it was this morning of a jamaican who is doing the i ditterad okay okay <laughs> but it didn't seem as if he was sponsored even by the country. Mm. Well, he's think trying of, to make a movie. But, but, cool I'm saying, but, but think, but think too, about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, because as usual as Jamaicans, we have to be in every single thing. Now we have one man mushing through the entire yeah. <laughs> Alaska. And we're not even sponsoring him as a country. Yeah. I mean, majority of us probably don't even know that he's even doing this. So there are some aspects that the country can actually focus on and uh, pain issues there sometimes. But I love the country. 
So I did not I tell put, you of all the Caribbean countries that you can't beat the Jamaican. You, you can't beat it. Mm. But I want all the Caribbean folks who look like us and maybe some that don't because they might <laughs> they just sound in. like us. I want them. Yeah. I want them to do their African ancestry dot com and find so, out on paper where they're from. The reason I haven't done that because documentation was lost. Mm hmm. So I don't really believe that that information is accurate. We okay. had no document. Like, for instance, my grandfather, mm -hmm. um, his last name that I know him as mm -hmm. was not his birth last name. He didn't like his last name. So he woke up one morning and said, you know what? I don't like it. I'm just going to change it to my cousin's last name because it sounded better. Okay. There's no official documentation for this. But my entire life, this, my mother is named after the new last name yeah there's no documentation so i don't know how ancestry.com how accurate that but information it's dna is. It you... so do you believe in science yes but then again pre-pangea mm -hmm. are we all from the same place we we are we are the reason i say that to caribbean folks especially is i keep hearing i'm a jamaican i'm a haitian no that's where you were dropped off at. right exactly but I, but africa countries like my beloved sierra leone salon bobo um, what does salon bobo mean salon i'm a salon boy um, okay, I, mean, I don't want to yeah, go say the wrong word. Alone, CC. Oh, but okay. The fact that we know we're probably Bantu as a tribe, we know that right. because Bantu went from West Africa all the way down mm -hmm. to South. But that countries like Sierra Leone are giving citizenship if you come and say, prove, hey, mm. I'm this. So that's okay. why we have to do it because if Jamaica is sold out and it's going to be hard to get it back in the next 10 to 20 years. Let's go to Sierra Leone where $100 is a million of theirs. Guess what a million gets you? I have a professor friend who makes about a million dollars a month. Which million? A million. He makes million, a million in Sierra, Sierra Leone. Leone. Okay. Sierra Leone. Okay. So he's making about $100 a month, right? Give or take. Right. So when we go over there with our U.S., mm. our Jamaican dollars, we are, it's your arbitrage is the correct term. We're flipping our money. How much, you know, mm. I sit and I have dinner with people in Sierra Leone. I'm going to pay. Now I'm going to pay probably either right. way because I like to be generous. I told you I was mm -hmm. king of all hosting. <laughs> you know, I go to Budokan. We just came back from New York over the weekend. I went to Budokan. I'm going to pay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all good. If anybody wants to participate, they can, but I'm going to pay because mm -hmm. I'm a king of hosting. I want uh, you while you I'm a red king? This, huh? what, Which king are you? A, a red king? Yeah. Is it the red hat? Which the red, oh, yeah, the, the red cap chief. Yeah, the yeah. Chief. Okay. I also have one that um, I thank my guy Trevor from uh, South Africa. He sent me a hat. But the, my, my <laughs> father-in-law calls me in Kim, which in, my mother-in-law gave me the red cap chief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, okay. I, you know, I All almost right. want to go grab it. But you guys have seen it. If you watch YouTube, you've seen me pull it. Oh, you saw it. Uh, you exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, with business being, to me, the only way Black right. folks can be sane, because you have some type of freedom. Right, true. What programs are, maybe you start a program, I don't know, to help young women, especially entrepreneurs, because I meet so many women and I'm like, what do you want to do? They're telling me they're a bad B, they want to be their own boss, but they're working, you know, a minimum wage job and they're, maybe they have no pictures on Instagram, maybe they have a whole plethora, but there's nothing to say that you're a boss. What can we do to help those women? What can we do to help them? That's a heavy loaded question there. I had to think on that one. Okay. Because again, 
we trying to help them mm-hmm. also means them trying to help themselves. Mm. So a lot of people make the statement of what they want to be and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And the moment they come up with a the problem, mm-hmm. they stop. Or like you said, they're going to the regular job, but not dedicating the same amount of time to the business. I used to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally handed in my resignation and was just like, that's it. With no clue what I was going to do. But I knew for myself, I'm a zero, 100% girl. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm not doing it or I'm doing it. Okay. And you just sometimes got to step off the cliff, parachute or no parachute. Either if you have no parachute, there's something soft to land on. <laughs> if there is a parachute, pray it opens. But you just have to do and learn from whatever you did do or didn't do. There's a lot of programs out there that people can actually get into now maybe educating ourselves will be the very first thing mm-hmm. um and seeking out the research i've helped helped other companies like i said when we started the carpet cleaning and i had a janitorial portion i've helped other companies start their janitorial companies mm-hmm. um and to move forward and so forth like anybody knows they can always call me and get free information maybe i just need to start charging but yes know. yes um, amen to that <laughs> consulting yes <laughs> yes <laughs> So for the ones who got it free, I'm sending a check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but, you need to send it just like you do to the church, like uh, Kenneth Cope was exactly. like, sticking under the door or something during a pandemic. Of all sticking under the door. The government can't stay in the side, but okay. So, but um, I haven't really sat down to figure out like a, a nonprofit or something portion of it. But yeah, if they want to call me, contact me, and I'll give you the real honest information that you basically need. Man, you guys are getting the game. Free, free 99. And I'm not going to give you too much because I want you to go rewind, take notes. Some of you know I was talking about you because I know some of y'all. <laughs> yep, I was talking about you. I'll send this interview to you and timestamp it and say, <laughs> check that out. Because again, I can't be canceled because I wasn't looking for your approval. That's one. Two, my only thing is I want us all to win because I know what I came from. I know who I am. And I know that it wasn't rocket science, but it was knowing that you can do this. Right. You can, if you can create one business, you can create five or 10 of them. You got to have a team though. And that's what the we team. struggle with. Ah, the team. Yes. Finding the team. Keeping the team. Having the team realize what the actual vision is because not everybody who comes on the team has the same vision as you. Um, in interviews, people present their, they actually send their representative. Mm-hmm. And they give like you- Like dating. Yeah, and they, I don't know, I don't date that much. <laughs> Anywho, that's not going on record, but um, it basically though, they send this representation mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay. And then they get on and they have these side agendas. And again, I don't have a problem with side agendas. Like mm-hmm. I've, I'll tell people, even if you're working with me and you have your side hustle going on, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. As long as your side hustle is not affecting everything else. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, if you're using my stuff to do your side hustle, at least throw me a bone out of the hustle. Using your paper and ink. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're a green company. We're a green company. Everything has emails. But I'm just saying, it's like, have the decency to say, hey, I use this or, you know, so forth. And just throw me a bone. I'm not asking for much. And they, the, I look at other cultures. So if you want to just use the Jewish community, the Asian community, mm-hmm. where, and especially if you're like in the tri-state area, New York, um, especially, and you have one farmer's market on the corner, mm-hmm. 
and then suddenly you don't see the same set of people in the farmer's market. It's because they started another farmer's market and they moved over and they left that one with these set of people. Yeah. Then same thing with the nail salon and the beauty supply store. Yet for us, we see the person in our community advancing. And instead of either saying, hey, how did you do that? Hey, mm-hmm. can I do it too? We figure, oh, look at you. You think you made it now. Oh, mm-hmm. but that's the cheapest you can be. <laughs> Not thinking, yeah, I still have the same bills to pay, sometimes even more, because when you're a smaller company, your insurance rate is higher. All of these things are higher. Mm-hmm. But if you had assisted us, then maybe I can take True Pro to a larger scale and turn over one of them to you. And we just keep on building. It's that inert hate. I want to say that it's probably on not the African side, I'm hoping, but on the US side, I'm just going to say that that's probably with the training on the ship mm-hmm. because I know they purposely intentionally fed us differently you mm-hmm. know fed you today while I'm starving so I have to fight you to get it mm-hmm. but we've advanced past that I would hope because we have the education structure now yeah. so that's why I say a lot of us speak about it I was actually speaking to a friend um yesterday and we were talking about the transition in Harlem mm-hmm. why is you it mean that- East Manhattan the different Harlem. <laughs> Why isn't it that during that transition period, none of our, and I'll just use the actor and actresses, purchased like maybe two or three blocks and sold it back to the lovely Black folks? Why not? Yeah. Aren't we educated enough to know that that could have assisted tremendously? Yeah. Somebody had we were to in know Tribeca, about it. That's why. Somebody had to know. We were, <laughs> and we were trying to be next to Robert De Niro and saying, you know, that, that's that's why we were trying, you know, to get to that colder ice. Yeah, I, I, I said that. none of these things are true blue, you know, true pro. You no, know, this you is know, killer. Let's throw some disclaimers yeah, written yeah, in this yeah, portion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an old school New York. I was but, there with DJ Clue tapes or things. Oh boy, uh, and go yeah. Hey, shout out to Tapes. My son bought a 1999 Honda Civic. Yeah, like a set player. Name. Oh, wow. And I'm like, no owner since 99 till now changed out this cassette yeah. player. So we keep it some good vintage, stuff on tape. We keep it for vintage purposes. Yeah, I still got some tape. Look, I got another closet. Yeah. You want me to wind it up with my Man. pencil for you? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the tapes because that's how we passed Shakespeare. We put the play and record and talk into it. And on the other thing, we had the beat going. Remember trying to like do your um, voicemail recording? So you had to press the tape through the recording. <laughs> that's, it's, you know, I'm not that old, folks. That's what I heard. I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> And I am because I thank God that I've made it this far because I know many who haven't True. and I know what I want and I know what I'm going to go get. And so I am that old, you know, pager code, all that. I, I, I knew it all. My, my code? Well, it surely wasn't 187, but I was all about the love. But yeah. I mean, 69, 69. Yeah, I was 555. Okay. Uh. You know, I just like to be fair. Tell me this. Where can the people go book an appointment for True Pro website, app? Where are we at? Let the oh, people know. Easy. Website. True, T-R-U, Pro, P like Peter, R-O, appliances.com. You can schedule there. Um, if there's any conflict, again, customer service representative will give you a call, figure that out. But people, please... The model number is important to the unit if you want us to be able to repair faster. Um, I can't guarantee that it will be repaired on the very first visit because there's sometimes issues that come up, but if the model number, and where do you find the model number usually? Open the door. 
Mm. There is a sticker usually close to the hinge or if it's in the refrigerator on the sidewall. That's important. I have customers who believe that we can just show up with the correct part that's needed. There's 34 brands who makes uh, seven appliances who have various models. So even though you're next door to your neighbor, you both have the same model, you probably have two different versions that use two different set of parts. And if I was to have my tech show up to your home with all the parts, we'd probably be pulling up with about maybe seven to eight 53 foot trailers just to figure out the one part that you need. So we don't stock parts to that magnitude. But if you give us a detailed description, telling a company, oh, my refrigerator don't work. Yeah, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. So the more detailed you can be, any noises that you've heard, is it not cooling, what the temperatures are, what you have done, has anyone else done work on it before? Um, things of that nature helps tremendously, but it's easy to get in contact with us. The only thing you plus need to remember at the moment, we do not work on Saturday and Sunday. Um, not just necessarily because we didn't want to, but also our appliance stores where we would get our parts are also closed. So it's kind of a mute point to be there. And like I said, we are strong on family values. So having that time to be home is important for our technicians also. You guys have got the game, whether you are listening or watching. When we go off air, I tell you, that's where the real conversation happens. <laughs> and I'm going to stress and be bothering Kenya about, you mean we can't get the parts from the companies and 3d print them off there you know open source whatever they may have we're gonna we're gonna talk off air because that okay. part of the game when you write your book you're gonna say kellen <laughs> this is <laughs> why we you, you know that that's that yeah i i, I want just a page you know <laughs> but you guys make sure links are in the description whether you are listening or watching make sure you share the game if nothing else share the game and bless somebody it will change their life be blessed y'all Hi guys, I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well, and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kellen Cash. Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com.